Welcome, this is Jane Gardner, and welcome to the Business of At Home Business, where we're talking about the Home Biz Startup TV, where we're going to be talking about how to start, run, and grow a home business. And today, we're going to be talking about subjects that are of interest to anyone who wants to run a home business. So I'm Jane Gardner, and let's get started. I'll be telling you about this show right about now. So welcome. Today we're going to be talking about your brand again. Uh, Last week we talked about your personal brand versus your business brand. Before you can even talk about going and doing social media or even creating your website, it's good to define exactly what your message is, um, who you are, what your business is, and what your mission is, and what your values are. These all will help you define uh, your brand for your website and for your messaging out on social media and everywhere else you do messages that will attract your ideal client. So before we start, I guess I should tell you who I am. For those who haven't seen me, I'm Jane Gardner. I work with my husband for 20 years in our home-based engineering company, and I still do. And I do this part-time. The last three years, I've been out on the Internet having a look and seeing how maybe I could help people with their getting their own business started up as an entrepreneur. And I think this might help. I have um, Mindset Monday on Monday where we talk about mindset of the entrepreneur. Today, we talk about your brand, your messaging. On Wednesday, we talk about you and your customer, various... um, things about your customer. Thursday we talk about some of the skills that you need as an entrepreneur. Friday we give you some free software that you can be more productive in your business. And I've added on uh, System Saturday, which is all about the systems that you can put into your business so that you can now work less and grow your business faster than if you hadn't got those systems. And then Sunday is Strategy Sunday, where we talk about uh, your Um, goals for your business and how to strategize and make a business plan so you can have the lifestyle as well as the business that you want uh, when you're an entrepreneur. So that's a big uh, agenda and it's but it's full seven weeks and I do it on audio and video so I'm quite pleased it seems to be working so far. So let's get started on looking at your brand. On yesterday, on on the whole overview, excuse me, for those who are new, is that I do a four-week training on various topics, and we've just started out, so we're talking about you and your brand. Uh, Last week, we talked about your personal brand uh, versus a business brand, defining that and giving you an idea how different they are. Then we'll do a four-week training on you and your website and how to do the messaging and the brand of your website in order to also reflect your message. And then we might be adding you and your social media, which one do you want to be on? As we look, we'll just add that in as a question each time we look at the various social media platforms. And even as we speak, there's more coming. There always seems to be more social media platforms either arriving or disappearing. And so at this time, we have about 10, no, we have about 15, 20, I think, that we can talk about. So we could be doing this forever. (laughs) But anyway, (laughs) 
So that's the agenda for Get Your Message Out Tuesday. And of course, you can always uh, go and have a look at the live recording of the current episode at uh, http colon backslash backslash jgtips dot com backslash gymot. Get your message out. <laughs> So here we go then. Let's have a look at your brand. So as we know, we are going to be talking about your brand. And we know also that there are 3.38 billion people out on the internet and your brand, your messaging is going to be attracting those people who are your customers to come see you or for you you go out and you connect with them on social media so in order to do that you have to sort of figure out first who your ideal customer is we'll talk about that in a minute last week we talked about the difference between a personal brand and a business brand as we all know Oprah is her own brand there is no one like Oprah and all you have to do is say the word Oprah and you know who she is. Same for the Rolling Stones. There's no one else like the Rolling Stones. They have a personal brand. There may be other um, musicians who are better than them, but uh, they have their own brand. And I have my brand, I guess, because I'm stepping out and being in front of my business. But in terms of being able to connect with other people, you certainly do have to um, come out and step up and be in front of the camera in order for people to connect with you. But of course, I don't plan to be an Oprah yet. <laughs> and then a business brand, it's all about the perceived value of the brand. If you have a close look, you'll notice the, the red shoe on the left has a brand that everybody recognizes even people in Asia, and it's the Nike brand, and versus having a pair of boots with no branding on them. You could maybe tell from the styling if you're into boots what kind of boots they are, but for most people, um, they wouldn't know what kind of boots they are because Nike has done a good um, way, has been good at branding themselves and showing that they are above everyone else in terms of perceived value by their customers doesn't mean they are it's just they seem to be perceived as being um, unique so then what we have to do is then look at how a, a brand is whether you want to use it as a be a personal brand or you want it to be a business brand and look at how you can keep yourself top of the customers mind versus your your competitors how can you be unique so that when your customer is thinking about, oh, I need this, where can I go find it? They'll think of you versus someone else. So, oh, I should mention that I have a six-day intensive on being a brand ninja. You go to http backslash backslash jgtips dot com backslash brand and in this six-day intensive we talk and we work out how to identify your unique benefits of your business how to differentiate yourself from your competitors 
uh, how to identify your core market and your sub-markets in case you have a niche market that will be very um, attracted to your message. And then we name, have a look at naming your product or business and seeing how that will help you um, in your messaging. And then we'll develop your brand messaging from all the research that you've done about your unique benefits of your business, um, identifying your core market and who's your ideal customer. And, for, and also then we measure, you can measure your brand effectiveness by doing test launches out there and then reassess and refine your message as you go along. So once you have your messaging, you can attract your ideal customer. When I have certain messaging that I, I'm, I'm having now, for example, the people who are interested in my message will come to see me or will connect and have a relationship, etc. So let's uh, have a look at how do you identify your unique benefits. I think, well, okay, a brand is your promise, your commitment, and what you stand for and against in your business. It's all about your messaging. If your messaging is consistent and accepted by your customer, and it has a unique edge to differentiate yourself from your competitors, then you will be more successful as a brand. Because you don't want to be like everybody else. Because you can't be like everybody else because no one will find you. Because they're looking for someone unique, someone who they can connect with and it can have their own messaging is relating to them as well. So there are seven steps to business branding. First, you identify your paying market. Then you target your customer in the market. And you do research on who is your customer. So for example, in my um, uh, Be Your Own Brand Ninja, what the heck is that name of it again? <laughs> Six day attempts to being a brand ninja. I would also add the uh, course that I'm doing called Defining Your Ideal Customer and as a uh, bonus to this, this um, offer because you have to be able to identify your unique customer first. So anyway, so they've got seven steps. So you identify who your customer is in your paying market, who are customers. Uh, then you target your customer in the market by naming your business and making it easy to read and remember your brand. You can focus on the elements for your brand once you've decided what are your benefits of your business that will attract your ideal customer after you figure out who your ideal customer is and you research uh, where they are, etc., and how you can reach them. Then you can focus on the elements for your brand that will be attractive, easy to read, and remember for your target audience. Uh, then you implement strategies to measure your brand success. So you do a test launch and figure out how successful it was and maybe do a survey of the people who connected with it as to what they felt the brand was. And, and this will help you to measure the brand success. And then if it's not working as well as you thought, you can refine your strategy and narrow your brand uh, down to a target niche or narrow your brand uh, messaging down if to um, a different type of messaging. For example, when I started out, 
my brand was the business of at-home business. It's about how to start, run, and grow your home business. And what I have found over the last three years is that a lot of people aren't really interested in how to start, run, and grow a home business. In fact, they want to know how to be successful and what are the strategies are so they can quickly get up and be a solopreneur or an entrepreneur and, and have a business. So I do still have my brand, the business of at-home business, but for now I'm going to just focus on solopreneur success strategies and how so some of the success strategies you can have as a solopreneur because I've had a look at the market and um, refined it a bit in order to speak the messaging that I feel will attract people who understand the message and want to um, connect with me and work with me. So as mentioned on World Domination Wednesday, you, uh, when you're looking at your customer, you're looking at your ideal customer, uh, first, you identify the feature and benefits of your business product or service. And then you um, decide, well, what is the solution to the customer's problem that your benefits of your business solve? And once you figure that out, then you research your target market, which we also did on World Domination Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday excuse me, about your ideal customer. So once you've identified who your ideal cu customer is, then you go and you have a look at your core market of ideal customers and decide, is there any sub-markets that might be even more attracted by your messaging? For example, if you have um, the newest microwave, that is a small microwave, um, easy to move, uh, easy to compact, and all it does is uh, defrost frozen dinners. Well, rather than marketing it to um, homes, maybe you could uh, market it to uh, colleges for students because it's nice and small and com compact and all they need is one meal to be heated up and quickly and it doesn't take up too much space. So that would be a sub-niche marketing for your microwave. So then if you've decided what your sub-market might be or if you have a larger market, um, it's usually easier to go with the sub-market with the messagings because then you can attract people quicker because it's a smaller market. But anyway, that's for another day. Okay, then you define um, your unique selling proposition and what your position is versus your competitor. What is your unique edge that it makes you different from your competitors in the market? And of course, you have to define who your competitors are in order to work that out. And then once you have an idea on your uniqueness and who your market is and what maybe they're looking for, then you would um, look at naming your product or business. So for example, the young college student who wants the microwave, um, I'm not feeling very um, intelligent today, so but let's try it. <laughs> let's call the microwave, I don't know, the quick and easy um, heat up uh, your uh, frozen dinner. See, even frozen dinner these days is not relevant because they, anyway, they don't have Swanson's probably. <laughs> Microwave. And use that branding and have pictures of uh, college students and colors that college students like and uh, talk the messaging that 
uh, students like and go out and find some other other company like a skateboard company that you can market with etc etc so it's a whole marketing thing for you when you decide who your target market is and who, who you, what you can name your product or business as so when you're doing your branding strategy these are the questions you might ask is your brand message consistent over time is the brand message unique and different from your competition? Will your ideal customers accept your messaging? Or is it too, well, for college students, is it too old-fashioned, too rigid, too who the heck is, you know, the personality that is the representing the, the microwave? If it's um, Richard Gere, the gear... <laughs> They might not know who that is. So you have to always look at who your customer is when you're doing your branding. And is there household familiarity to the brand? So are you being consistent in your messaging and getting it out there enough uh, on social media and through your mail or whatever else you're doing for your business such that they're used to the name and it, you'll be on top of the mind uh, next time they're looking for your product? So it's always best to have a branding goal before implementing a campaign uh, for branding. So you first you decide on your vision and overview of what your branding goal will be to achieve in one to three to five years. So you know what to measure as you do your campaign. So for example, if you decide you want, you have a microwave that's a small microwave and you want to say maybe try marketing to college students and then try marketing to office um, environments and, and another niche, then you have to make goals for the year and decide um, what the campaign will be for each of them. And then once you've done that, you could try a, a pre-test. You could send the messaging out into the market and see if there's any response to the idea of the, uh, what's it called, quick and easy microwave college student microwave <laughs> and then you uh, could pre-launch the product as a test with one name and then measure and reassess as you do your campaigns and decide whether or not um, people are really understanding what the brand is you could do a survey of the potential customers or even people who have um, had a look at it and the review after your launch whether you're reaching your branding goals so are you actually getting the feedback and the um, connection with people for your brand that you wanted just have a look at Red Bull um, Facebook page or who else Gary Vaynerchuk he's got a real brand for the older folks um, for his wine class or whatever it's called and um, have a look at that So then you test, so you pre-test first, send it out as a brand, don't do too much work, test again, measure, see if it's successful, try some free um, samples, try some uh, competition or try a um, giveaway, see if it um, people are reacting and responding to the brand and, and your messaging and reassess so you can narrow your brand target as you reassess the branding recognition campaign. 
So you can certainly then find out that, yes, naming it the quick and easy microwave, which is really quite a boring name, would not work. But anyway, let's say it worked for college students. Then you know it's the brand messaging that you should go with. And so then you should be consistent in your me messaging, uh, maintaining a constant campaign, and also, of course, main um, consistency in your elements like your logo, your color, um, your branding uh, for the product, etc., your packaging, so that people start to remember who you are. So that's basically the brand process in terms of testing your brand is you have to go out and test it, see whether people respond the right way or if they're responding the wrong way to your brand. And I'll just go over again the My 6 Day Intensive to Being a Brand Ninja. Go to http backslash backslash jgtips.com backslash brand where we identify the unique benefits of your business, differentiate your business from your competitors, identify your core market of customers and see if there's any sub-markets. Then we go finally and try and figure out how to name your product or business. And then we develop from there your mission, which one values, which will tell you what your messaging should be for your brand, and then measure your brand effectiveness. It will go over some of the uh, ways you can research that and reassess and refine your message. Obviously, that won't happen in six days, but I do have uh, five weeks of email correspondence where you can get feedback from me as well to see what's uh, how it's going with your messaging. So once you have your messaging, you can attract your ideal customer. So this is what it's all about, is really before you can even um, do social media, before you can even do your website, you really need to know what your unique benefits of your business are, and then who is your ideal customer. So I, d I think on World Domination Wednesday we talk a lot about the customer and defining the customer, because really that's who you're, is going to be the person who's going to be supporting your business, so you need to know who they are. So for the six-day early adopter offer, you can go to http colon backslash backslash jgtips.com backslash brand. You can go to http backslash backslash jgtips.com backslash jymot to see the video for the show. And you can contact me at jgardner at jane-gardner.com with any questions. And of course, somewhere there'll be the way to spell my name, <laughs> uh, either on my website <clears throat> or in the podcast or on the video, you'll be seeing me. So that's basically, well, maybe next week we'll do a set, an example brand. Um, I'll get together some information about an ideal customer, and then we'll go and have a look at how you can um, create a logo and um, the colors, um, what the difference is between the colors, what people um, feel about the color blue versus the color red or the color yellow, um, as well as um, basically messaging and what kind of messaging you can have that makes it very simple for you to go and uh, get your brand out there. Now, I do have an opt-in over in on um, 
GYMOT on the current episode. There's one called Personal Brand versus Business Brand, and it's got a little bit more information about um, what is the difference between your personal brand and your business brand. So it, you can opt in there for it, and um, it should help you um, decide or if you're going to have a personal brand or um, you're going to do a business brand. And it depends on what you're doing for your product or service. So thank you for watching. This has been 17 minutes. It's a little shorter than usual, hopefully. And I'll talk to you next week. Yeah, as I mentioned, we'll probably do an example of branding uh, for next week. And um, that should wrap up branding, and then we'll go on to website. So thank you very much. Hope you found that useful, and subscribe at http colon backslash backslash h-o-m-e-b-i-z-s-t-a-r-t-u-p-t-b, which is homebizstartuptv.com, or go to bohb.com, which is the business of at-home business, to find out more information and start your business now, because we have plenty of resources over there, so see you there.